This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good morning and welcome to Community Connection. Today we have some ladies from our Red Mask program. They are going to talk about some upcoming shows and just some of the fun things they do. Um, at the beginning of the week, we had the privilege of having Pete Barrett on, and Pete is, uh, he's going to be in To Kill a Mockingbird, so that's October 20th, 21st, 22nd, and so um, tonight, tomorrow, and then Sunday, 7 o'clock tonight, 7 o'clock tomorrow, 2 o'clock Sunday on the campus of DACC, and we talked about, um, you know, one of the things, Pete's fairly new to the Danville area, been here a couple of years, but he, he you know, he was just uh, thrilled with the amount of theater options that we have in Vermilion County and the surrounding area. And man, do we have a lot of really great things, Lisa. We have an amazing amount of theater for a town this size. And what's really great is we try to all coordinate so that we're not scheduling shows one on top of another um, to give audiences the maximum amount of theater that they can take in. And uh, we're one of the oldest. We've been here since 1936, Red Mass Players has. Um, And, you know, we're just still going strong. Definitely. So, um, again, we have Lisa Loveless. She's with the Red Mask Players, of course. And then we have Meredith Black. Meredith, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having us. So, Lisa, talk about Red Mask Players um, being one of the oldest. Tell us, you know, how did they get started? Give us some of the history. Well, um, they originally started performing in um, churches um, because they did not have their own theater and their own space. Um, the group was founded by Catherine Randolph, um, who incidentally was great friends with Antoinette Perry, who um, our listeners may have heard about the Tony Awards, and she was the one who um, those awards are named after. So there's a great theater tradition there. Catherine Randolph founded it in, in 1962, I believe. Um, they purchased the building where we're located now at 601 North Vermillion here in Danville, and uh, we've been there ever since. Lisa, do you know what that building was when it was built? It was a church. I don't remember exactly which church it was. Um, I'd have to go look at the cornerstone to remember, quite frankly. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, I mean, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there later over the weekend. <laughs> so my, so I might as well check for you. <laughs> well, but, interesting. Yes. And um, during the, after they have moved, um, one of the, one of the well-known people who performed um, with the Red Mask players was Dick Van Dyke. So, we, you know, we have that great connection. And, and of course, we're very proud of that alumnus. <laughs> um, so it's just we just have a long, rich theater history. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So go back to the Tony Award thing. I've never heard that. Tell me that again. Catherine Randolph was friends with Antoinette Perry, who um, was a great um, Broadway person in New York. And um, the theatrical group, the Broadway theatrical group established these awards and named for her, the, the te- they were actually called the Antoinette Perry Awards, 
but everybody calls them the Tonys. So that's that connection. Never knew that. Wow. See, you just never know. <laughs> well, thank you for telling us that. So um, you all are here because you're going to have an upcoming show. Let's just go ahead and take our first break real quick, and then we'll come back and we'll just jump into the show that's coming up on October 27th. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Community Connection. Today we have Lisa Loveless and Meredith Black with us. They are with the Red Mask Players, and we have an upcoming show. That we do. Um, so Vanya, Sonia, Masha, and Spike is about three uh, siblings all in their, somewhere in their 50s. And what whether it's by circumstance or by chance, they're all kind of reaching the twilight years and realizing that either the, either they haven't really lived their life or they have lived their life and it just, things haven't worked out the way they had. Now, believe it, it or not, it's a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> it, surprisingly, it is. <laughs> it's a so great comedy. In, in fact, it won a Tony Award for Best Play. That it okay, what's the name of it? Vanya, Vanya Sonia, Masha, and Spike. Okay, I thought that you were making that up, Meredith. I, I no, that that up. no, I, I thought I kind of thought it was a joke too when I had heard about when I'd heard about it before auditions, and then I showed up at the theater, and it's like, oh, this actually is the name of the show. It's this is this is legitimate. <laughs> well, sounds like it's going to be funny. So again, October twenty seventh, Lisa. What can we expect? Um, you can expect to laugh a lot. Um, this is not one of those cerebral. Oh, I have to think about it. Comedies. This is a you will laugh out loud. I guarantee it. Um, Christopher Durang is a brilliant writer, very famous playwright. Um, and the fact that he based a play off Chekhov characters is very amusing. Um, but you don't have to know a darn thing about Chekhov to come to the show. <laughs> because um, it's just, I don't care who you are. I don't care how sophisticated a theater goer you are. It is funny to everyone right across the board. Because mm -hmm. these you've got these two siblings, Vanya and Sonia. They live in their old family home. You know... They took care of their elderly parents while their sister Mush is out becoming a famous movie star. So there's some resentment simmering there. And then Masha shows up with her, um, shall we say, boy toy, Spike. And, you know, mayhem ensues. And there's costumes because, you know, Masha shows up wanting to be Snow White and she wants to make everyone else dwarves. And, you know, because she has to be the star. And then there's Nina, the lovely little, the lovely new from next door, which is Miss Meredith Black, Hi. and um, and then there's Cassandra, the housekeeper, who thinks she's clairvoyant, and she has a little voodoo doll that she likes to play with from time to time, and that causes some uh, merriment too. So, Lisa, are you acting or are you directing? Well, for this show, neither. <laughs> I'm actually the president of Red Mask this year. Um, I am producing the show. Um, but yes, I'm 
I'm the president. Very good. Well, and I, I will be, I, and I and I will be directing the next show following this one. Okay. Well, should I call you Madam President, or is Lisa fine? Oh, let's don't be formal. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lisa, how did you pick? How, how does how do the plays get picked for Red Mask? Um, we the board has a committee, a play reading committee, um, and they read plays for months, um, and then they formulate a list that they present to the entire board, and then the board votes on them. Um, we have been very careful last season and this, and and even into our next season, um, to choose comedies. Um, last season we had one, which was, which was the play that goes wrong. That was a huge hit. Um, this season is all comedies of different types, and our 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 twenty four twenty five season will be all comedies because people have told us in no uncertain terms that that's what they want to see, and. You know what the saying is, give the people what they want. So we're doing that. Very good. Well, it sounds like great fun. So Meredith, tell me, uh, as a next door neighbor, what what's your part in this? So um, Nina is one of the most, one of, at least to me, one of the more interesting, just because she's outside of the main, out of like the main family interaction of the house, because obviously there's the siblings there's there's the boy toy there's the housekeeper i'm just the i'm just the next door neighbor that was uh, that was essentially invited when the boy toy was out running um and the thing about nina is she is a major fangirl of the movie star sibling masha and so so while she is starstruck and wanting to and idolizes Masha in a way, there ends up being this uh, there ends up being this connection later on between not like not just between the siblings, but Nina ends up forging um, connections with the, with the, with all with all the siblings in some way or another. Um, Without without giving without giving too many spoilers, um, she is she's kind of the fre- the the fresh face of um, kind of kind of the uh, kind of skirts the line between um, having grown up in this new in this newer age versus still holding on to uh, the things of yesteryear. Um. And she kind she kind of sim- symbolizes at least from what I, what little what study I've been doing for my for my character, um, the the hope and the and kind of represents change kind of represents change, um, okay. not not necessarily that change is bad, but just that change is a natural part of the cycle of life and that it doesn't always have to be scary or threatening or, you know, downright bad. Right. Well, sounds very interesting. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead, Lisa. But the funny part. The funny part is that Nina's mere presence makes Masha insanely jealous. 
because she's uh, young I'm, I'm a threat and she's pride and you know I think much is a little worried that she's going to take away you know Spike and and then we find out also that Nina has some ambitions and, and you know a little theatrical ambition too and um uh, at the end you'll see that and uh, there's a really <laughs> well let's just say her um playwriting ability needs some work <laughs> and it's not even and it's not even that I'm and it's not even that I'm the one that's the playwright it's I'm performing I'm perf- like I'm performing someone else's work and as somebody who has grown up in theater uh, it's very fresh for me to get to play a character who has all of these questions about things that I myself already know having grown up in theater like my sister and I both did children's theater my my mom my mom and my stepdad did a few shows actually Lisa directed the show they were in um so uh and this is well, my, give them a shout this, out Meredith oh yes I'm going to <laughs> um and, and that all like it also shows that can like at at least not this show specifically but Red Mask as a whole like it brings a it brings an entirely different sense of community like yes there's community like the count like in the county but red mask is also itself a tiny community um Mm -hmm. and here's a good illustration of that um the the two that i directed that meredith is well acquainted with are her mother uh and and her stepfather which is joe and Rhonda sermersheim and years and years ago i was in a play with joe sermersheim um readers may remember it if daddy's dying who's got the will it was a comedy very funny um but then i ended up directing joe and Rhonda in a play called amateurs so and then of course meredith grew up in red mass children's theater so it's very full circle it's a theater family Mm -hmm, Um, well and for me and for this to be the character that i am um for my first show in about seven eight years this this was actually a very this is actually a very good um this is actually a very good role for for me to undertake well because it touches back to my theater roots while it also forces me to confront my own inner fangirl i'm not gonna lie (laughs) okay Uh, love that well let's take our next break and then we'll come back and we'll learn a little more about the show we'll be right back Welcome back to the final segment of Community Connection. This morning we have Lisa Lovelace and Meredith Black from Red Mask Players, and they are talking about the play that's going to be happening very quickly. Give us the dates and the cost, that type of thing, Lisa. Okay. Um, The play opens October 27th, and it'll run the 27th, 28th, 29th. Um, It will also run the following weekend, November 3rd through the 5th. Um, Tickets are... Um, $20 uh, right for regular adult tickets. They are $18 for seniors and students. And we have season memberships available, which is a great deal because you can get a season membership for $50, $45 for seniors or students. Um, and then you get three tickets for the season and you can use them at one show or you can use them for each show or you can allocate them however you want. And um, just be able to come to see live theater uh at for less than twenty dollars is amazing in this day and age definitely for sure 
And tickets can be purchased. Um, they can be purchased online through redmassplayers.com or reservations can be made through our box office. Um, and that phone number is 217-442-5858. Okay, good information. So who are some of the other people that are in the show this time? The great thing about this is we have, um, you know, we talked about theater being a family, but we like to have new members come into the family too. And for this show, we have some new people and it's wonderful. Um, we have um, Tony and Alex Cordes. Um, Tony is a teacher at VHS and this is their first time on the Red Mass stage. Um, Douglas Malcolm, who plays Spike, his, his, his first time on the Red Mass stage. And um, uh, Susan Reed, who's playing Cassandra, the, the you know, priestess housekeeper. Um, it's her very first time on stage. Um, and she got involved because her daughter was part of the children's show this past uh, fall. So, um, and the only, I would say, veteran, <laughs> local veteran, um, is Barb Whaling, who's playing Masha. So we love to have new people come in, and this show has them. But happily, they're being directed. Um, I should give a shout out to the director, Darren Kilberry, um, who has uh, done some very successful um, work at Red Mask, including directing the last show, which was the play that went wrong, which was a sellout you know, I like to say Sako Bafo box office, but that drives people crazy. <laughs> so I've always wondered, how do you all get all those amazing sets? It's um, not easy. <laughs> um, this set is really big. Um, and, you know, Darren has done the most of the work with that with some very able um, helpers. And uh, it takes... It takes some work, and but it's amazing what we can do on that stage because it's not a huge theater, but yet we can create a set that makes that place look humongous um, and vice versa. We can do things that make it look small, um, like for my for the show that's that I'm going to be directing, which is Picasso at the La Panagile takes place in a bar in Paris in 1904. So I want that set to be very small and very cozy and very intimate. But this set is not that. It takes place on, you know, basically at a house in Bucks um, County, Pennsylvania, the old family home. You can tell it's been well-loved and well-lived in. Um, and, you know, there's even a pond, although you never see it. It's out of the distance. <laughs> you got to imagine that. That's where your imagination comes into play. Well, Lisa, it sounds like it's going to be great fun. And, um, yeah, I think we, I think people like to laugh and comedies and, you know, thank you all for what you do because it brings such a variety of entertainment to our area and it gives us options, um, places to go for the weekend, places to be able to just go and especially when they're comedies, just laugh. Everyone could use a good laugh, right? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. What else can we expect, Lisa? Um, from this show or the season in general? Tell us both. Okay, well... Um, we've kind of told you what um, Vanya and Sonia and Masha and Spike is about. Um, but then this season, the rest of the season, um, in January, we'll present um, a show called Picasso at the La Panagio, which sounds very, you know, fancy. Um, but what it basically is, is Albert Einstein and Pablo Picasso, you know, walk into a bar 
and you know, there's all kinds of interesting quirky characters and they have, you know, some great conversation and, um, and for that show, I, we actually have an angel sponsor for that show, which is, um, Vermilion River Beer Company, which that's exciting. So hopefully we'll plan some very special things on that. And then our spring show is a play by Neil Simon, which people love. In fact, it won a Pulitzer lost in Yonkers. Um, and that's a great one. Um, basically, two young boys during World War II are, are brought to live with their grandma in Yonkers, New York. And grandma's a little cranky. And, you know, the boys um, are just convinced that grandma has a secret stash of treasure and they are trying to find it. And there's, you know, funny characters they come through, too. Um, but they're all three different co- types of comedies. You know, I would say Vanya and Sonia and Masha and Spike is one of those laugh out loud comedies. Um, Picasso with the La Panda Gilles was written by Steve Martin, the actor, comedian, musician. So, you know, it's going to have that wry sense of humor. And then Lost in Yonkers is Neil si- classic Neil Simon, which is what I like to call a warmity. It's a comedy with some poignant, you know, dramatic moments, you know, thrown in there. So there's something for everyone in this season. Okay. Well, can't wait for that to happen. So Meredith, we have a couple of minutes left. Um, Talk to our audience about coming to the show. Um, so I would say when it comes to this show, every every ca- character in the cast does have like a small moment to shine. Um, and we we have been working extremely hard, whether it be help- helping with the sets, getting costumes together, what have you, um, especially with such a small with a smaller cast size. It actually gives a, it actually gives all of us the chance to really work with each other, work together, and bring something to the community. Um, and I couldn't have asked for, I know I couldn't have asked for a warmer welcome back. Um, and th- just with what I know of this show, there's, you're not, people who come to see this are not going to be disappointed. There's, there will, there will definitely be a few surprises, but there's something for everybody, um, whether whether it be whether it be someone relates to Spike or to Masha or to Sonia to Sonia, I should say, um, or to Vanya or to Cass- Cassandra or even to to Nina. There's there's going to be something I feel that every that someone will take a piece of, take a piece of of it home and be like, you know, that was really good. I can I can relate to this because since it does take since the show does take place in the present day, it's a lot of things that people can relate to regard, regardless of your, regardless of your youth or your non-youth. Um, okay. I, um, I, I can't attest to this enough. Uh, Darren, when it comes, when it comes to working with each of us in like within the cast knows exactly what like knows exactly what he's doing knows how he wa- knows knows how knows how to reach these points for each of us and it it's just come together in such a way that i'm running out of words to describe it it's that <laughs> that it's good that much of it it's that good and it's that much of an experience okay and perfect. i would recommend so- laura that people get their tickets early for this one okay. um, comedies have a tendency to sell really well um and you don't they won't want to miss this one okay so give us the information on tickets one more time 
it's so, so we couldn't make it any easier. You can either call our box office and make a reservation, which is 217-442-5858. Um, and somebody from the box office will call back and, you know, um, and, and take care of take care of you or you can go to redmassplayers.com and we also have a facebook page for anybody who's on facebook and they can follow us on that and we always post information about our ongoing shows upcoming shows upcoming auditions um because right after vanya and sonia and Masha and spike we'll immediately have auditions for picasso at the la pan and shield and the more people that come out that audition and come see our shows the happier we are Okay, great information. Well, again, this is going to be the weekend of October 27th and the weekend of November the 3rd. Get your tickets early. You got your advice here. I hope you all have a great weekend. We are out of time for today. Thank you for listening. We'll be back on Monday. Ladies, have a great weekend, and we'll talk to everybody next week. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.